G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Life, Culture and Current Events from a Biblical Perspective, 2020 on Vision. As you know, churches across Australia have not been allowed to meet since the 22nd of March because of the threat of spreading coronavirus. Well, since then, churches have been working furiously to work out how to do church online. One outfit called Partners in Ministry has undertaken some valuable research, surveying church leaders to assist them in reflecting on their experience and learning from each other. Partners in Ministry surveyed 179 churches from various denominations across Australia. Tim Hanna leads Partners in Ministry, who typically support and equip senior pastors to better lead their churches, producing disciples who make disciples. Tim Hanna, welcome along to 2020. Hey, Neil, thanks for having us on. Good to be with you. Tim, just as we get underway here, uh, let's let us in on some of the insights around uh, surveying that many churches and the valuable resource that it is when you get that sort of information from pastors. Yeah, look, when you get uh, that number of churches and from a, a, a breadth of denominational background, um, it gives you a bit of an insight. I mean, there's thousands and thousands of churches in Australia, but that gives you a bit of an insight around the traps of, of what people are thinking, what people are doing, how, uh, how they've, uh, in this case, how they've you know, managed to uh, address a huge disruption to the church. So it's been really valuable to get, to get feedback from the churches and the senior pastors particularly and uh, to see how they've coped at this time. Were you surprised that so many churches were able to adapt so quickly when the doors were closing? Well, uh, now, one of the amazing things was that within a, in a, a period of less than a week, for some churches, three or four days, when they found out after one Sunday they couldn't function the next Sunday in a, in a building in a, a normal Sunday service, three or four days, many church, or the majority of churches, in fact, had um, online services, some online presence somewhere, and did it all in, in, uh, um, in you know, four or five days. And I know there are some churches who've been debating about whether they would go online in their services for years, for maybe two or three years, and all of a sudden they've had to um, do it all in and get and scramble together to get it done in, in, in a short period of time, you know, a matter of days. And so that's an amazing thing, and they've done really well to get it done. What did your survey show about the sort of service that churches are providing online? Does it mirror the sort of church service that they'd ordinarily run, or have they gotten creative and done things a whole lot differently? Yeah, a bit of bit of both. Some churches have done their online service the way they would do it on a Sunday. Although as, as time's gone on, and you're, particularly with the lockdown increased, you're allowed fewer and fewer pe- people together. They've had to do, you know, one part of the service. Maybe the worship set is done um, one part of the week, and then somebody's spoken to camera a different part of the week. Only because you weren't allowed to have so many people in a room together. So that's change it a little bit but there were probably I wouldn't say it's half and half but it's uh, most people did pre-recorded 
but a number did it, their normal service and put it online, but they filmed it obviously with nobody in the congregation. So, so yeah, I, and I've I used a number of platforms. There are a number of platforms that are at use, YouTube, um, Zoom calls. Um, people have used a, a platform called Church Online, which comes out of the um, church in the States, uh, Life Church in the States, who provide that free to churches. So there's been a whole bunch of ways people have scrambled together. Some people have done a mixture and they've had some service on YouTube and then they've done some um, Facebook stuff with their congregation afterwards, uh, interactive stuff. So, uh, and sometimes some of them have been interactive, some of them have been straight presentation. It's been a whole mixture of things. And, you know, we did the survey just a week after Easter, which was probably about three weeks into the, the lockdown. So, it's almost as if people got got it going and then after Easter had a bit of a breathe out to sort of say, yeah, we made it to Easter. Easter looks very, very different. And now we think we're in a bit of a long haul. So, yeah, all sorts of ways of doing it and people are refining as they go and trying to work out now, how do we do community? We've done the service. How do we get engagement online? That's That's an important part of it. And all of that comes down to how you might follow up people, and it's following up your regular church members, but also visitors, because from what I understand, a lot of online services have been getting more visitors than the typical church gets when they have face-to-face on a Sunday. Well, most churches would be reporting that they would have many more visitors than they would have at a regular Sunday service. So that's that's true. People are, are linking in and joining in from not just the local area, but wider and if some in some churches, you know, overseas, interstate overseas, it's happening. I think the key thing is is the engagement. So people initially were starting to count. Gee, the numbers look terrific. It's wonderful. Um, it looks good. But then as time's gone on, realised it's really not about the numbers. It's actually about the engagement. How am I engaging with uh, the people who are visiting? And and that's where the tricky bits. And some of the some of the platforms allow that to happen well. Some of them don't do it that well. And, and when we did the survey, a number of people were concerned that uh, they weren't confident that the visitors who were tuning into the service, if you like, that those visitors were not being welcomed and certainly followed up as well as they could be. So that's a concern, but it certainly showed that there were more people tuning in. Yep. What about the quality of the production? Some churches will be better qualified because of the gifts in the people who are a part of their church to put together some things that, you know, are 21st century, a little bit more high tech. Others are going to be fairly straightforward, but really a whole lot more from the heart. Is there anything that the survey shows that gives any indication as to what works best? Yeah, there wasn't a lot of a lot of feedback on that, but my my hunch would be that the the larger churches are obviously seemingly able to to do their service a bit more professionally. But in the reality of it, I'm not sure that the level of professionalism mattered as much as my church was doing something. So I actually think there can be some advantage at times from it being a bit more raw and organic rather than just professional presentation. But there was a whole mix and gamut of of how, if you like, professionally or how, you know, that was done. But I, I don't think it, that's been the big issue. I think the issue is my church has done something I can still connect in. Um, they still wanted to connect with me. And that's the big issue of connection, pastoral care, community. How's that developing online? I, I actually don't think the, 
the um, the professionalism of the end product has mattered as much as we might think. Let's come back to some of the platforms that churches are using. You mentioned Zoom, you mentioned YouTube and Facebook and uh, all sorts of ways that church can get online, but uh, only some of those allow that backward and forward interaction to be able to speak to one another. And I guess that connection that you're talking about comes when you've got uh, things like Zoom or, uh, or Facebook, somehow or other that you can talk back to the people. Yeah, there's, the, uh, there's a number of that, that do, and those ones you mentioned do. The Church Online one, which is uh, uh, the one that comes from Life Church in the US, who, who do both um, live services and online church as well at the same time. That's why they've been able to sort of hand that over to, to churches who want to help. I think... Um, yeah, it, it does. There is a chat function with that, so you can connect and make comments about the service or the sermon or the message or the or the worship as you go along. Zoom allows you to do that as well. Um, so I think where there's an interaction, it's probably a better experience if people take it up. And one of the things that churches are doing, which is fascinating, I think, and a fantastic thing, is that people who are maybe not as um, technology savvy. And it's not just age-related, but people are not technology-savvy. Churches are actually helping them and visiting, you know, to say and and giving instructions as to how best you can set up your home computer to be able to easily link into what we're doing. So it's actually caused that, you know, help-to-help sort of situation. So I think there's enough of the platforms that, um, do have a chat or an interaction function and more and more churches are seeking the interaction, the engagement. And Tim, the most important question of our conversation, do you think our church gatherings will grow when we're finally allowed to get back together? Is there an optimism from leaders and your own thoughts in there? Yeah, look, that's a great question. I think the question people are asking at the moment now that it's in for a while and I think churches that are under 100 are going to be able to, you know, get back to their normal, if you like, whatever normal is anymore, um, situations more quickly. But even there, there's going to be the social distancing thing. So a church that was fairly cramped with 100 is now not going to be able to do that and maybe take 40 people. So have to work that out. I think the question people are answering, asking now is, will we have both? Like we've come this far, can we possibly go back without online? And I think, again, the larger churches are going to probably look for a both-and situation. Uh, church, because they've seen so many visitors and so many people and they're starting to connect with them, um, I think there will be a both-and. I think some churches will just breathe out a sigh of relief when they're able to meet together and go, well, that was a, that was a disruption to life, but we'll, we're back to where we were. I, I would, uh, whether so that depending on how we define church, if we mean, if we... Define church as people meeting in a building on a Sunday morning. I'm not sure that's going to change a lot, but I think if church is the body of Christ, you know, um, assembled, and if they're assembled, I think we have to think differently about is assembling online still the assembly? Is it still the ecclesia? And I, I think it's going to, it's going to, I think churches will try and do a bit of both, to be honest, to, to kind of capture what they've been forced into discovering. 
Tim Hanna is expanding Partners in Ministry into the state of Queensland. Partners in Ministry already is happening in New South Wales, in Victoria and Tasmania, looking to to expand into South Australia in the near future. Tim, give us a little insight into what Partners in Ministry is offering to local churches. Partners in Ministry is, a, I think, a great uh, ministry that's in endeavouring to work alongside the church and church leaders and particularly church leadership teams to be a, a real encouragement, a support, coach, consultation, leadership development, those things that, you know, leading a church any time, but certainly these days is a tough gig and and if we can be of support, help, we can help coach, mentor, um, work alongside church leaders to help them be the best version of themselves they can be to lead their churches the best way they can. That's what we're about. And uh, as you said, that's the the, uh, the website is partnersinministry.com and you'll find out a bit more about us. Love to help. Partnersinministry.com. Tim Hanna, thanks for joining us today on 2020. My pleasure, Neil. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.